have you ever started a movie and then all of a sudden you realize I actually have to pay attention and read? This is a recurring theme for us, isn't it? It is, and it's always a surprise. So hang out with us as we watch Train to Botine. I said that wrong. Or Busan. Busan. (laughs) Train to Busan. Train to Busan. We are probably saying that wrong. This is the intro now. And we're totally keeping that. Welcome to another episode of <laughs> Let's Do a Podcast. The social distancing uh, edition of Let's Do a Podcast. I know. We'll see how this goes. We are doing this via Skype with each other. Yeah. It's uh, it's very different. It, it's kind of fun. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Different. So, uh, before, of course, that we get in, ugh, before we get into the movie, sorry, I'm waking up because I fell asleep. Um, gotta get the, you gotta get those Z's before you do the podcast, man. Seriously. You gotta come in here energized, That's right? Energy. You gotta ready to roll. Gotta have those energy legs, man. Rah. As I sit in my closet, where it's all nice <laughs> and warm and cozy, and I'm drinking a Ooh, heavy nice. beer. It's just like it's calling my name to go back to sleep. Uh, so, anyways, Anthony, uh, what beer are you drinking today? I am drinking the Imperial Sixth Floor Porter from Pegasus City Brewery. We uh, uh and we uh, last time we had a Pegasus Pegasus City Pegasus City Brewing uh beer, we kept calling it Pegasus Brewing, and it's uh, I realized afterwards was like uh, we kept saying it wrong. It's Pegasus City. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying it correctly today here. Pegasus City Brewing, uh, and it's the sixth floor Imperial. They had the one of those. You know how some of those places they do like the pint bottles. I got one of those uh, in the specialty section over there at Total Wine uh, up the street from me, and uh, well, it comes in 11 and a half percent alcohol by volume. Um, they basically, what they did is they took their easy Porter and they gave it more body and flavor. And I, I can tell you, this is a smooth drink. This is a, uh, they got this, uh, hashtag porch approved. <laughs> if I, if I could go outside right now, I'd drink it on my porch. That's awesome. I do. I love that beer so much. I love everything. It is very good. I'm actually wearing my Pegasus shirt right now. I'm very excited. I saw that. Yeah. I, uh, but it's got like, it's nice. It's got this nice warm, uh, warm chocolatey flavor. It reminds me a little bit of that three nations, uh, their, their chocolate, uh, was that the chocolate stout they have? Yeah. The, uh, Mexican chocolate stout. Yeah. It reminds me of that a little bit, but this is maybe a little bit smoother than that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. It's really good. Um, so since obviously we're not drinking the same beer since we're not next to each other and I didn't want to go out and have to find the same beer. I decided to dig in the back of my fridge, and I found my gold leaf from Celestial. It's a imperial stout brewed with HBC 472. Um, has vanilla, oak, and earthy tones. Lots, is, and it says and loads of vanilla, which is very vanilla-y, and I I very much enjoy that a lot. Super. Thick. Yeah, I've heard you talk about this one before, and I think you've shared it with me. Uh, shared one with me in the past. It is a ten percent. Ten so. percent, uh, coming in one and a half percent below me. You got to up your game, man. Uh, I'll have to chug another one after this. Really <laughs> but uh, of course, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll post pictures yeah. of our beers too. And um, so uh, I got to make sure I pick, take pictures before I uh, drink it all. Yeah, let's do it right now. 
because I'm going to talk yeah, about Celestial because apparently we've never yeah, really we, chatted about Celestial on the podcast. Yeah, we've is, never hit, we never tried them out. Yeah, it's so surprising because I drink a lot of their stuff. So Celestial, it's a micro brewery, micro brewery here in Dallas. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say except for I pretty much love every beer that I've had from there. Even the stuff that's just like, okay, I still am like, this is still really good. Um, I mean, I think my wife's favorite beer ever is from there, and it's like their pina colada beer. I can't remember what it's called, but um, they got a pina colada beer. That sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, they something like tropical, or I can't remember exactly what it's called, but uh, they usually don't can it. But because of what's going on right now in our crazy world, they're like, well, we're releasing this, so I guess we're canning it now. So kind of want to go get some because it's amazing but really i mean i my favorite thing oh yeah so it's tropic pina colada that's the name of a beer it's technically a sour but it does not taste like a sour at all um my favorite beer probably from them though it's called the color of math um which oh yeah that one is good (laughs) yeah it's a collab between them a homebrewer uh, actually, I think it's two home brewers down in Houston, so uh, it was super good. But anyways, we'll, I mean, we'll probably drink more of that the more that we do this podcast, because I, my fridge, I think most of my stuff is either um, Odd Muse, Celestial, or just like random places. Turning Point, Turning Point, I have a lot of that too. So yeah. That's always a good one. It's like I would probably go to Celestial more often. Uh, I've, I've been down there once with you, uh, with you and uh, you and your wife uh, for a trivia uh, for like uh, it was like Texas North Texas Beer Week, mm-hmm. uh, which I bombed because apparently I don't know how beer is made. Yeah, and they asked yeah, a, lot of, really uh, a lot of brewing questions. <laughs> I like to drink it. I don't know how to make it at all. Yeah. Uh, but I would I would hit them up way more often if it weren't for the fact that they're like more than thirty minutes away from my house. Yeah, we'll have to do once all this is over, of course. Um, yeah. The train that's right in front of our apartment, it hits right next to Celestial, and then you can take this all the way to downtown Dallas. Or, uh, not downtown, but what's the... Where's Brain Dead Brewery? Oh, I don't know, man. I've never been there. Uh, <laughs> well, it's down in I never got area. to go there either. I know. So we'll have to take the train Dude, down. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm slacking here. Yeah, we'll have to take the train down and help. I think you can get to like four or five breweries from that one train. So we'll have to do that. But yeah, they need to get the train out to where I am. Yeah. Oh, well, luckily it's a uh, quick little drive to my house from y'all. So. Yeah. Um. Anything else before we jump into this movie? Uh, do want to say, uh, so just because you're social distancing, just because you're locking yourself up in your house, a lot of those breweries out there, we'd like to talk about all these local breweries in our area. Hey, still hit them up. Uh, we're probably going to say this again towards the end, but Hey, act local, drink local. You, uh, you want, we want these breweries around, uh, after this whole thing is over, after everybody gets to come out of their houses and, uh, uh squint when they see the sun, mm-hmm. we all want to go down and grab a, grab a pint, uh, grab a pint or two. Uh, so we got to keep these places open. So I, I, I try to hit up, uh, I try to hit up my local brewery, uh, turning point, uh, at least maybe once a week, go, go buy a, maybe a four pack for them or something, uh, just to support those guys. Cause I'd like to see them around for a while. So I completely agree with that. I, I know last month whenever all this started, I went crazy. I bought way too much and this month I'm going to go a little bit lighter just because, you know, 
I got a whole month to try to do this, but you know, we every weekend we we try to do something from a local place. Like we went to Lakewood, and then the new brewery that just actually opened on Friday, which is crazy. That one just opened, which is Vector. You think they opened like while this is going on? Yeah, they just opened on Friday. Seriously, <laughs> craziness. Yeah, craziness. So we're uh, we're me and my wife are very much hardcore. If we're gonna spend money, it's going to be local, and I, I hope everybody else does the same. Yeah. So yeah, uh, support your support your local breweries, support your local restaurants. We we want to make sure. Number one, we want to support support the people who need it, uh, and we'll we can support them via commerce uh, as in, in in as well as in uh, through other means. Uh, but also uh, uh, just keeping a lot of these local businesses around. They're the ones who are like actually uh, supporting and uh, flowing money back into our communities. So. And also, one more thing before we jump into this movie, guys, I'm I'm talking about two my men here. Wash your damn hands, for the love oh, of God, dude. Like we've chatted about this, me and Anthony, which is like how bad it is now that like we're really paying attention to what we're doing. How many guys just walk out of the damn bathroom without washing their hands? This is why, like, even before this was going on, I would like not even like touch the door, like leaving the bathroom because I knew how many people I I see guys at work. I, I work with a bunch of engineers. They like walk, they walk, they walk in the bathroom, they do their thing and then just walk straight out. I'm like, what the hell? These people say, these people like, they're supposed to be smart. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. At mine, <laughs> there's one person that everybody knows that if it's a get together at work, you get the food before he does because he doesn't wash his hands. Oh. So once he's in the room, everybody's like, we're done eating. <laughs> yeah. Is but, he like a touchy, touchy feely person too? He like yeah. to touch everything. Yeah. Uh, gross. So really, I mean, I, jokes aside, being serious, wash your hands, use sanitizer, do something to not just for yourself, but for us too, for the love of God. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's the crazy. The crazy new thing to me is uh like uh it's like uh now now that masking up is becoming a thing too. I uh I saw some people. I went to the grocery store uh, a few days ago just to get some staples. And uh, number one, I noticed that there was toilet paper there, which I was like, awesome, toilet paper. <laughs> and number two, uh, people are wearing bandanas. I was like, it's like they look like a bandit yeah. coming in there. We were, whenever we went grocery <laughs> shopping, we had our, like, I have masks already because I have really bad allergies. Mm -hmm. So whenever it's a bad allergy day and I have to go outside or something like that, I put them on. I, I looked ridiculous. But now I was like, for one, I kind of fit in now. Um, yeah, right. And two, how many? I mean, how do people not know if this person's about to rob them or if they're just trying to stay safe? <laughs> yeah, we're just taking the risk now. That's right. All right, on to the movie. So, the movie Train to Busan, which we butchered that name a couple of times, but it's fun. Uh, there's gonna be like, zero it's like sound if you clips. speak Korean. Yeah, if you speak Korean, please forgive us on, our, on all our pronunciations. Yes, that's uh, whenever we started this movie. Actually, you texted me first saying, uh, by the way, it's all in Korean, so you have to read. I was like, oh, okay. And then watching, I was like, yeah, we're not playing any sound clips because none of it would make sense. <laughs> Plus, yeah. I don't know how to rig that right now. I think there's like only what I would say there's only like one sound clip that I would like that I would take from this movie. And that's great. And there's like it's that that fight on the train at the end. It sounds like a 1990s fight scene. Yeah, it's basically like that. But we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess do you want to do the quick and let's try to do a quick rundown. Of yeah. The movie? 
So a quick, quick and dirty uh, uh, synopsis. So Ooh, the the synopsis for this movie. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, so dirty. Getting me in the uh, I gotta, I gotta go wash my hands now. <laughs> so, so a man and his estranged, his estranged daughter and other passengers uh, become trapped on a speeding train during a zombie outbreak in South Korea. So this movie takes place. You start in, uh, I, I believe it starts in Seoul, Korea. I, I was actually on Map, uh, Map Quest. I want to say Map Quest, but I was on Google Maps, which it's hard now because, uh, like, uh, in South Korea, they've actually restricted your use of Map Quest. Map quest. They've restricted your use of Google Maps to travel because they, they're locked on orders there too. Wow. So I was like trying to look at the train route from Seoul, South Korea, to Busan, South Korea, which Seoul is more towards the northern part of Korea, and uh, and Busan's down towards like so, the southern end of uh, South South Korea. Uh, and I was like trying to look at all the where all the cities were so I can get some spatial reference to what what's going on and like where they were in their trip. Uh, and, uh, basically what we're doing is we're failing, following this, uh, commuter train, these people on this commuter train going from Seoul to Busan, which is typically like an hour and a half long trip, according to Google maps. Okay. From the stop, from, from the top here, uh, basically the first shot, this, the, okay. So uh, going into the movie, I was like, oh, oh, I picked a movie that's in another foreign language. A bad choice on my part. And uh, you're watching this, and it's like this, uh, what I assume is like a pig farmer, and uh, he's kind of making some reference to the SARS epidemic, that uh, pandemic that happened recently, basically saying, or uh, the pig flu, I, 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 swine flu, I think it was, mm -hmm. basically saying, you're going to kill my pigs? And they're like, no, it's something different. These guys at these quarantine checkpoint, they check him, they spray his truck down, and he's like, fine, and he drives through, uh, and then he hits a deer. Hey, he stops, he looks back, the deer's dead, he checks the his truck for damage sees there's nothing there. He hops in his truck and he drives off. And I'm like, they just like kind of focuses on the deer. I was like, that deer is not going to get up. They're not going to have a zombie deer. And I shit you not that deer like starts, like looks like a spider, like coming back to life. I wish it. And it stands up and it has those glazed over eyes that you would see on a zombie. And I was like, Oh my God, zombie deer. That's hilarious. I, I thought the same thing. Which that would be a movie unto itself, honestly. Like Zombie Deer and like like the Zombie Deer's hunting like the hunter. It's like they should make just a movie on that. I would I would attempt to watch it. And I would say attempt because I yeah. can see it being something really bad, but kinda like oh, that, got, you uh, gotta have it it's gotta be like a Blair Witch type thing. It it'd be like the uh Thanks Killing kinda movie. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought too. Is like it'd be like, uh, but then you get the deer making like weird quips, like and all these different Bambi jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so we go then to uh, our main character, who we, we we don't I don't believe we really ever get his name. Mm -hmm. That or I just, just kind of flew past me. But in, in the IMDb, he's got his the character's name is, uh, and again I'm gonna butcher this. Uh, I believe it's Sok Woo. Uh, so he's. Uh, He's a fund manager. We we get the uh, we get uh, earlier in the movie we get the idea that he works in finance. He's uh, eating his Burger King, and he's on the phone with base, basically these people who are just trying to sell all their funds in a certain area. And we find out later it's tied to uh, all, the, all this incident that's occurring. Yeah, uh, we get the uh, we get the we get the shot that he's uh, he's a very busy busy guy, and uh, he goes home. His mom and his daughters. Uh, his mom and his daughter. His daughter who is like. She's like in what second grade, first grade, kind of. She's like less than ten years old. Yeah. Uh, she's like just wants to go see her mom. Uh, who where her mom lives in Busan, which that 
that's why we're going to Busan. Uh, and tomorrow is her birthday. Yeah, spoiler alert. We're going to Busan. Uh, she wants to go see her. Uh, the dad's like, oh, we can't go. I'm so busy. Uh, well, just cutting to the chase. He's like, fine, we'll go, we'll go, and we'll go tomorrow. We'll go for your birthday. You can go see your mom. I'll drop you off with your mom. And there, uh, his, his, the, the, he, 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 and his wife, uh, who are her, the daughter's parents, Suan, they are estranged. So, anyways, this is none of this is all that super important because oh, we never no. see the mom. Yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> uh, but they, we get on the train uh, as the train is leaving. Uh, again. It, they're just really good at building up the suspense in this movie. As the train is leaving, we see somebody kind of scurry onto the train past one of the uh, one of the train engineer conductor guys on the st- on the station. I love and, that. And uh, I, I love that. Yeah, that was, was so cool. A quick thing, and that was kind of it for a while. And you're like, okay, I wonder what the hell that was. Yeah, you see, like somebody just run past him. He's like looking the other direction, and he's like, and he waves the train on. Trains start going, and you see these people on the top of the escalator, like crowding around, like somebody somebody's fighting up in the uh up in like the other the the main main uh con- congregating area up in the lobby area uh and then we see the train starts rolling off out of the station the daughter looks over and people are like lunging and taking out all the people that are still on the station <laughs> which it's like whoa it's really cool yeah it's it looks really cool uh and then we uh then we move on. We see the uh, the girl. Uh, it turns out it's a girl. We see that she's been bit. She's infected. The vein. You can see the veins shooting up her body. The zombie look for this movie is super cool. Uh, everything about the zombies, honestly, in this movie is super cool. But she basically is infected. She ends up getting stuck in one of the vestibules between train cars. The one of the uh, stewardesses or of the the train attendants goes to check on her, and basically she just like tackles her and like it starts like biting into her. And we, we learn, we, we start to see like rule 101. This is not what, this is what you, what we see in every zombie movie. Don't do these things when you see somebody like this. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> put your hands next to somebody's mouth, which I think in yeah. general is just something that you shouldn't do even before our times right now. It's something that I avoided. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, oh no, my hand just happened to go like right into your mouth. But, mm-hmm. but she, she attacks that, the, the train attendant. Uh, and then we start seeing the uh, we start seeing just like the explosion of the spread of this zombie virus on the train. Yeah, it goes which, from zero to a hundred really fucking quick, <laughs> super quick. It's so so quick that like at one point there's like a a zombie avalanche going on in this in this train car. It's yeah. like an explosion of zombies almost. It was so interesting looking. And uh, I just want to rewind just a second. We picked this movie before this was all going on. So we talked a lot about a virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was definitely, this movie was picked, just, just so everybody's aware, this movie was picked before <laughs> this whole uh, this whole COVID-19 stuff was going on. So timely, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, is it a little too soon for us to be doing this? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's too soon. Uh, but we, uh, we then see... Uh, the guy, the guy's mom. Uh, so the guy's mom, the guy grabs his daughter, uh, and they and they run off and they get into where they are able to close the doors and keep the zombies from kind of coming in and attacking everybody else. Turns out the zombies, uh, if they don't see people, they don't like try to break in. Which is uh, a little bit so they, different from all the other kind right. of zombie things, which is it's smell versus theirs is seeing. 
Right. It was that was, and you, we see this a lot through the course of this movie. If they uh, they rely on they rely more on sight and more on hearing, which we see uh, we, we see these things get used as a means to kind of get around. Um, whereas you compare it to like your the Walking Dead type type walkers, and yeah, you you have to you can't smell like you can't smell like a human. If if you do, they'll come for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing is that they're not slow walkers. They're not slow zombies like uh, your Romero zombie. Yeah, they're like rage uh your rage type zombies like from 28 days later well they'll, they'll chase you down oh yeah and like hunt and jump at you um but the guy's mom calls calls him uh from from his apartment she's now a zombie she's that de- she's dead uh we uh they get to uh their first where their first stop is supposed to be uh and then we see like there's just like a ton of zombies out there so because they announced like we're not going to stop there and they, one of the, one of the, the like this this is where we first get uh to see the COO of Stallion Train Lines I think mm-hmm. this this dipwad <laughs> uh and but we uh, see that the, the the basically the infected are in uh all over I believe the city is Chianon uh and Chianon's not too far outside of Seoul so we're still pretty close to the city uh they go to the next city which is Daejeon I believe, and they stopped there. They, there's nobody there at the city, and they're basically told that they, they will go, and the military will help them, and uh, they'll be like kept in quarantine for 14 days. So they get off of the train. Nobody's there. They go out and they see the army uh, army cordon out outside the station. Uh, the people start going down the escalators uh, again. We still have like at least half the train still alive at this point. And they get down there and they see the soldiers and they're all kind of like facing one direction and kind of huddling. And then they all, then they, somebody makes a noise. The soldiers turn around. They're all zombies. You have like a ton, you have an army of zombies in like army, army clothes there. And it was like the craziest thing ever. Yeah. At the same time seeing that, like you knew that was coming, but it still was a really good scene. Like they build it up so well though. Cause you know, these yeah. people aren't going to survive. Oh yeah. Uh, so they, they, uh, they, people start running up the escalators. Uh, we see our, like our, basically our main people. We see like the baseball player, uh, and his girlfriend, we see, uh, the dad and his daughter. And we see, uh, we see this guy and his, uh, his pregnant wife are like basically our main stars at this point. And, and, and these two old elderly sisters mm-hmm. and, and the COO, uh, basically they start, they run back up there. They're trying to escape. The dad, uh, the dad. Oh, and the hobo, the, who, who was stuck on the train. Which he was, he was an interesting character too. I was wondering what what his deal was. Yeah. But uh, basically, I, I put down. Uh, I took a note here. It's like the husband with his pregnant wife. The husband's a badass. Uh, uh, yeah. This guy. The husband's his so character's great. name is. Yeah, his name is. Uh, his name in the movie is uh, Song Wa. Uh, he's playing by he played by Dong Sok Ma and uh, this guy I swear I need to see this guy in some uh, some U.S. stuff because he's like a he's like a really good physical actor and he seems like he's got like a good timing to him as a as just as an actor. Yeah, he definitely was the best character in this. Movie. Yeah. But uh, so one of my favorite parts was so you have all these soldiers kind of like coming at them from uh, from the entrance of the train station. And then we get people who finally get back to the train after running back and they just open the door without paying attention. And they let the zombies off the train and they get eaten by the zombies that they trapped on the train. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of pissed me off. I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah. It's like a smooth move. 
uh, but we we basically end up getting the people we we have left. We basically have people get in, stuck in three cars. We have a bunch of people get ca- stuck in uh, what we end up finding is car fifteen. We see the daughter, the pregnant wife, and like one of the uh, elderly uh, people, and uh, I think the hobo end up in car thirteen, yep. where they're surrounded on either side by zombies, and they're just trying to be really quiet at this point. Which I don't know how they didn't realize it when they first got on there. Yeah, uh, I, I thought the same thing, because whenever I was, just my opinion, I feel like whenever I'm jumping into anywhere at all, I look around. Yeah, particularly just, if there's zombies there. Yeah, if I'm in danger and I'm just jumping somewhere, I'm going to look around. Yeah, uh, and then we and then we have uh, the baseball player, uh, the baseball player, uh, we see, we have the dad and we have the uh the husband to the pregnant woman uh, end up in car nine. Uh, the the wife, uh, like the dad's trying to get a hold of his daughter. She's not answering her phone. The wife finally calls the husband. And she's like freaking out because they're surrounded. They're basically shoved themselves into like a bathroom in the vestibule uh, to hide from the zombies. So they basically, the, the, the guys in car nine are basically like, we have to get to rescue. We have to go rescue my daughter. We have to go rescue my wife, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so they have to base. They're basically like we have to fight through all these cars. Like basically, they have this like strapping up scene where they like are wrapping like leather on their arms and like uh, tape taping every everything up so they can't get bitten. Mm-hmm. And that was like really cool. It's like uh, it was up on the level of uh, uh, was it what was that movie that we watched Commando when Schwarzenegger? Yep, yeah. Like getting himself ready to go. Yeah. Uh, basically though, what we find is that when they're going through tunnels, the zombies can't like see them. They basically are all by sound at that point when they like, <laughs> the light goes down, like even slightly, the zombies can't see anything, which can't blame them. Cause they're, uh, it looks like their pupils are pretty scratched up at that point. They get like instantaneously scratched up pupils. Yeah. Uh, so they, they go through, they, uh, <laughs> and they have, we have one of my favorite parts of this is the, uh. Uh, they the the when they realize this, they use the uh, the big guy's uh, phone to distract the zombies and have them run to the other side of the uh, of the train that train car they're on, and they make fun of the guy's uh, ringtone. And he's like, "Why is your uh, the dad says like says to the guy, he's like, why is your ringtone so tacky?" He's like, "It's tacky. How do you change it?" Yeah, <laughs> that's like the whole that whole interaction was just funny. Yeah, because you just have this like comic relief going on. Yeah, there's a few other funny things said in that moment, too, where you're just like, that's kind of fun that they make it not just a super serious movie. You know, it's funny right. to watch. Yeah, the, the, just the interaction with those those three uh, those three main guys there was, like, really fun. Because they're, 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 that's, like, the kick-ass portion of the movie where they're like, we can we can beat the zombies, we can beat the crap out of them. That guy, he just goes in fists ablaze, and he just goes in punching the zombies. Yeah. Like, throughout the like, whole time he's in the movie, he's just, like, punching the zombies. I was like why is I was like why isn't this guy the lead actor why isn't he the hero right which we find out later why not so <laughs> uh, but he's freaking hilarious uh they they rescue the they rescue the family uh they get they end up pushing through all the way to car 15 they, they have, like they're sneaking through like the baggage cars and stuff like that they get the car 15 uh and uh the, the Dipwads in car 15, they won't let them in because they're afraid they're, they've been bitten. So they end up busting through the, they have, end up busting through one thing and they end up going through the other and eventually getting in. Uh, but I think like, what was it the, uh, the, one of the sisters, she ends up dying and a few other, a few other people end up getting uh, eaten by the zombies. 
unfortunately. So they're all pissed off. And then the people in car 15 kick them out. So they get kicked, they get pushed for, further back in the train. But we have what the other, the other sister, the sister to the lady who just got eaten. She uh, does what anybody always do. It does in one of these movies. They open the door. Oh my God. They let the zombies because they're like despondent at that point. And so, like, just about everybody in car 15 who just, they just kicked out all these people, just about everybody in that car gets killed. Yeah, which I feel like almost immediately, like, whenever they originally jumped back on the train, I knew that that group was going to die. Oh, they were jerks. It's like, so jerks, yeah. jerks die in the zombie verse. Yep, they're all assholes. And you're like, you know, one way or another, they're, they're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, so like when that happened, I was like, good. They got that COO guy. That guy's dead. But not, not, don't be so sure about that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so we get to, uh, they get to, uh, was it the, I think it's the city, the, the last city before they get to Busan. The, there was a train derailed in front of them. They have to hop off. The conductor's got to go run off and he's got to get like a car, like a freight train. Uh, so the base that's on a clear track, uh, there's another. There ends up coming like another train coming up the road, coming up the way from uh, Busan, and takes out like half the trains. They that ends up like being like this big derailment pile up thing. The CO guy, he's like running. He like escaped. He threw one dude uh, to the zombies that he was with, uh, that he that he was hiding with. He ends up like getting. Uh, he keeps this guy keeps getting people killed. Gets the guy, the baseball player's girlfriend killed, and then the baseball girlfriend, uh, the baseball guy's girlfriend ends up killing him. He ends up. The train conductor comes off the freight train to save him. He ends up throwing that guy to the uh, to the zombies. Like he's like, dude, who's gonna drive the train? I thought the exact same thing. I was like, why did you just kill the one person that knows how to drive a train? Right. Uh, then we also then we see uh, with the 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 dad the the guy that and his daughter and the pregnant woman. Oh oh, in, in this intervening time, the other person that dies is our our big guy MVP here. Uh, yeah. he ends up getting killed in the course of this, which I was like, that's like the one the thing I was most bummed about in this movie. Seriously, me uh, too. Yeah. But he, but he does like the, he does the big sacrifice though. So it was like big win for him. Um, except for the fact that he died. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even when he became a zombie though, he was still badass Cause he was still, even when he was a zombie, he was still fighting the other zombies. Yeah. So I that was freaking awesome. That was pretty cool. Uh, I, I, again, he was like the big hero of this movie. Uh, so the the guy, his the guy, his daughter, and the pregnant woman and the hobo, they end up getting they're stuck under a train. The zombies are like up against the windows, like trying to break out. Uh, they keep trying to uh, pop out. Uh, the the guy uh, ends up ends up finding a hole he can crawl underneath to get uh, out out from underneath all these trains that are stacked on top of them. Uh, stuff starts is falling off. He's like the hole seals up real quick, so he's like trying to pull this like piece of train component off of this hole. Uh, and basically, the zombies pop through the, one of the holes, and the hobo like gives like sacrifices himself to uh, protect the pregnant lady and the uh, the daughter. I loved that. I was just like, hell yeah, finally hobo guy is doing something. Yeah, and it's like he's finally he's finally helping yeah well he did i mean he did early in the movie he did save the save the dad by throwing his jacket on the zombie's face yeah but that kind of i don't know i saw that and i was like oh that's funny kind of <laughs> yeah because he was kind of he's kind of like a uh like a was that the level the lovable tramp kind of character he's kind of like yeah. wobbling around like semi-drunk throughout the movie 
Uh, but he, he gives himself up. He he gives himself up much in the same way that the uh, uh, the guy that uh, gives himself up uh, when he's saving uh, the big guy. So gives himself up when he's uh, saving his wife and uh, and everybody else. Um, like, but he's just like basically holding a bar, barring the door, basically to keep keep them safe. They end up are able to crawl out and they run for the freight train as it's just kind of lazily moving down the track. And they are able to get up there, and then we have what's basically a giant coattail of zombies on the back of the train. This, which again, this is like this just cracked me up. It really did. Yeah, because they basically have like one, and then the other one grabs the that guy's ankles, and the next one grabs that guy's ankles, and you end up having this, this like synchronized swimming situation here, where they're basically like basically you have another a next set of zombies able to just run up the back of all these other zombies. So you have you have the the dad basically is like uh, paying off the train. He's like basically pulling the fingers, pulling their fingers off the train, and finally they all drop and fall off. So it was kind of comical. This really was kind of comical in in how it occurred. So you, you have a few of these moments in here where it's just kind of unrealistic looking. But uh, I mean, yes, zombies are yeah, unrealistic. <laughs> but it, 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 uh, uh, other than that, it, a lot of it looks just like this is how it would occur. Agreed. Uh, but they get up there, the CEO's on there, but, oh, he was bitten, and he's slowly, slowly turning, and... Which, that was kind I, of a weird scene, whenever he started, like, I guess having a flashback before Right, he he's, like, almost regressed to, like, when he's a child. Yeah, that was really awkward to me. I was like, I, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. But he's like he's like turned, and then he's got to have this. Uh, then he ends up having this one-on-one fight with the dad, and uh, this, this is where it, I, I kind of got pulled out of the movie a little bit with the music they chose for this yeah. for this scene, because it ends up being this. Uh, it's like I got I got images in my head of like the uh, Schwarzenegger fighting the uh, the bad guy at the end of Commando. I I keep referencing back to this movie of all movies to compare to this, but it's like I kept thinking of the guy throwing the knife between his hands. He's like, yeah, one-on-one fight, me and you, just a knife. Yeah. It's like very much that like cheesy 1980s, 1990s, like one-on-one bad guy. Yeah, I'm a bad guy and you're a good guy and we're having a fight. (laughs) Yeah, except this guy's a zombie and the other guy's just like a a fun manager. Yeah. But uh, he ends up getting him. Uh, was he ends up like getting him chucked off the train, but not before getting bit. <laughs> yeah. So we end up having the fond farewell between the uh, the guy and his daughter. She's she's crying. He uh, they, he says his goodbyes, and then he goes back to the back of the train, and he slowly turns into zombies as he has flashbacks of remembering when his daughter was born, and then he jumps off the back of the train, and he's dead. You would think that's the end of the movie, but it is not. Surprisingly, it is not. Yeah, we keep going. Uh, we now follow the daughter and uh, the daughter and the pregnant woman, and she. Uh, we get we get to a. Uh, fortunately, they remembered how to stop the train. He told them how to do it. Yeah, which how did he know? I mean, uh, well, I mean, it was the one that said brake. <laughs> but still, like, you don't just pull a brake on a train and that's it. I'm pretty sure it's way more complicated than that, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, for the for the course for the purposes of movie engineering, we're gonna say it <laughs> to say it. It's fine. I did so so they funny got, side uh, story. They got engineering. They got uh. They went to school before this movie. Yeah. So funny side story. Uh. So I, I have as I mentioned probably like ninety thousand times on this podcast. I do have, uh, the Xbox Game Pass, and what? they just recently. 
I know, right? They recently added a train simulator on there, and I was like, uh, okay, I, there's like, I played like a lot of these games already. I'm gonna try this out. I can't even get past like the first like part of the game where you're supposed to, like press a button to like charge up your brakes. So yes, train driving super complex. <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, so at least they figured it out. I guess, yeah. It's like the brake. Uh, the I couldn't figure out the brakes. So kudos to them. They, but they end up they end up they're able to stop the train before it ends up coming on this uh, the the block the basically these big uh, blocks on the train tracks before they go into this tunnel and lo and behold it's the it's the tunnel that leads to the uh, military uh, the military uh, uh, blockage going into Busan uh, the uh, they're about to get shot because again they're going through a tunnel and the guys apparently don't have night vision goggles or anything yeah. looking in there <laughs> so. Uh, they're about to shoot them. They get the order to kill the uh, kill the kill the pregnant lady and the daughter. When the daughter starts singing Aloha A, uh, which took me a second to figure out what I was, uh, what song that was. Uh, but she starts singing, and then they realize that it is in fact humans, and they had now made it to Busan. Which, the end. That kind of pissed me off because I was like, I would tell that little girl to shut the hell up because we don't know if zombies are on the other side of this thing. You know. <laughs> Well, I'd imagine they could probably see the probably see the soldiers over there, have with their guns pointed at them. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't know, but that is the story of my trip to Busan. <laughs> Your trip? <laughs> oh God, this is about you. Yeah, this is a, this is a this is a personal story. Oh God, oh. I was that daughter. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, that's that, that's that movie, uh, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm skipping ahead here, but I would watch this again. It was freaking great. I'll go ahead. I will too. I mean, I, I probably will, honestly, especially since I was watching this. Um, okay, I'll just say it. I was watching this at work uh, during this quarantine time. Work is super dead, so it's like whatever. So I kind of want to watch it again whenever I can actually give it 100% of my attention. Yeah. So I have good news for you too. Uh-oh. There is a, there is a prequel to this. Uh, an animated prequel, but a prequel nonetheless, called oh. Soul Station. And there is a sequel coming out. It's already been filmed and everything, so it should be coming out. Still coming out. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to push back the release time at all. Uh, but there's a sequel, and it's called uh, it's, it's called Peninsula. And there's a trailer for it if you want to check it out. It's really cool. I'll have to do that. Yeah. Um, or uh, a lot of people if you look on the search results just search train to busan 2 and it'll point you to it yeah and i know a lot of people have a lot of free time right now so go ahead what else are you doing yeah <laughs> exactly um uh but yeah uh I, I i i'm gonna go ahead and say i give this a cheers yeah me too yeah uh and definitely better than hardcore henry yeah definitely better than hardcore henry yes Okay, so like, something I'm surprised. I usually kind of I usually kind of poo on foreign cinema, but this this movie they killed it. They really did. I I loved it. I really did. I whenever you told me that it was in Korean, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> you know that it might be. I mean, not not to like bash foreign cinema really, because I know there's still some good stuff, but foreign cinema that's free on Netflix, I don't really have high expectations. Right. <laughs> So the fact that I was like, this is awesome. I was like, I cannot wait to watch this again. Yeah, I will definitely be watching this again. This was really cool. Uh, so what's 
one thing that you really liked about this movie? One thing I really liked about this movie was how the zombies moved. Yeah. They, uh, the jerkiness, the uh, the inhumanity of how they moved. They were there was nothing like uh, you, I, again. I keep comparing this to those Romero zombies where they kind of shamble. The uh, even in the shambling of a zombie, there's something familiar about how they move. It's very kind of like it's very human. Uh, but the way these zombies moved, they I, it was almost like alien or bug like because they like they're they they move the way a human body should move, can move, but not a human body the way a human body should move because it's like almost like their joints are bending the wrong direction in this way they're jerking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I have to imagine whenever they showed the zombies that they have them like sped up a little bit. But it's just like they they jerk, their arms are thrown behind them, and they're like kind of like moving their necks around, kind of all herky jerky like. Uh, and it's just so creepy, but so interesting. You can't take your eyes off of it. Uh, so just in the way they, uh, I'm, I have to imagine they had a choreographer or something uh, or somebody uh, like in charge of how these the mixture of all the zombies because they all moved the same way too. There was no, there really wasn't much of an inconsistency. Yeah. Uh, in in how they in how they did that between the different uh, actors playing zomb- different zombies, so I thought that was really really cool. Yeah, I so for me, which I know we kind of touched on it, is the uh, the comedic relief in the most random places, right? Because it really was throughout the whole movie. Like there'd just be times where like there's something super serious happening, and like the two dads is like banter back and forth. And I was just like, that's kind of fun. It kept it lighthearted on top of being such a heavy movie. Well, particularly the, that that's one of the thing of one of the things I liked about it because it almost became a buddy movie because the, uh, the two guys, they did not like each other initially. Uh, the, uh, the other, the, the new dad, uh, really thought the, uh, the, uh, fa- the other father was like, uh, he thought he was a jerk initially. Yep. Uh, until they uh, until they got to go uh, crush some skulls together. Um, okay, what's one thing that you disliked? So one thing I disliked is uh, this is literally the only thing I noticed. I need to go back and look at listen for other cues that maybe are weird like this. But the, some of the musical cues were just kind of odd. And I, again, it may be because uh, it may be a cultural thing. I don't know. But the uh, the uh, the one I point to is that uh, that fight on the train at the end, where it's like I don't know if their sound, their music budget ran out or whatever, but they just like pick the cheesiest fight music for this guy, this like final fight between our our big and I, I would say he's like the closest thing we had to an like a main antagonist throughout this movie. He's because he's basically the guy who's been screwing people over left and right. And getting all these people killed, and he's finally gotten his comeuppance, and he's gonna like take out one other person just like by the fact that he's like now a zombie. Uh, but the music just like didn't live up to that moment for me. So it was like uh, there was all this like there was all this this whole moment where basically you as the audience member want this guy to like get his butt kicked. It's like I don't care if he's dead, or, I don't care if he's already dead. I just want his butt kicked. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the music just didn't really serve that moment up correctly, in my opinion. And that's probably the one thing I really didn't care for in the movie. Um, probably for me, it was a there was a lot of pointless information in this movie. In my opinion, there's there's a lot of little things, a lot of uh, just a lot of things that really, in the end of the movie, 
I don't know if maybe they're trying to make you f- get more involved with certain characters by seeing their stories, but they gave you so much information. You're like, I don't really care whether this person lives or dies because you're mainly focusing on these three people. Right. So I don't know. I just feel like they try to make you love everybody on the train. Whenever it kind of got annoying, whenever you're like, okay, you already made us invest in three people. I think that's enough. Right. <laughs> well, d- so the, um, I do want to ask you, did you notice towards the end that we, uh, you get, you kind of get an allusion to the fact that the, uh, the father, he's like kind of partially responsible for this whole zombie thing going on. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how. I almost missed that. I, I, I seriously did rewind it because, well, for one, I was at work. So I was like, wait, did I miss why he's involved? Cause he made that very clear, but then even rewinding it and watching it, that part again, I was like, I don't understand how they're involved. See, that's why I'm gonna have to go and watch the beginning because I think it has something to do with that call he has when yeah. he's when he's when he show him in his office where they're basically divesting of everything that that basically uh, of all those biotech firms I think. Yeah, and he see of all these dead fish and everything. So I, I think it has to be tied in with that, and it, it's it, it's basically closing the loop on all his investment activity at the beginning of the movie. Okay, uh, yeah, that could be. I, I could see that. It has to be that, so I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. If you, if if you know, hit us up on our social media feed, and uh, if if it makes sense to you, let us know because that that's one part where I was like, it kind of came out of left field for me, where I was like, oh, so he's he's he was investing in these firms, and now he's kind of partially tied into the fact that there are zombies and that everybody's dying, so, and now he feels like super responsible for it. Are, are are we going to uh, do our new part, our, our new little segment of the movie? Yeah, so... MVP. That's my theme song, the MVP section. So, Ryan, I have an MVP for this movie. Do you have an MVP selected for this movie? I suspect we may have the same person. Yeah. So, MVP for this movie. This is a new thing we want to try out because I've been thinking to myself, a lot of the movies... Whether they be good or bad, there's always a character that you really, you probably like in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and the MVP for this movie is the big man himself, Song Wa. Mm-hmm. That guy kicked ass. Not only did he legit kick ass, he was funny. He was caring. I mean, he he played every like good guy role. Oh yeah, and he and he cut he 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 wear he nicely wears a suit too. He 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 can pull it off. Oh yeah, yeah. So that guy I, again. Uh, so I looked in this guy's IMDb. Uh, his uh, the actor's name is Dong so- Dong Sok Ma. He's going to be in Inter- Eternals uh, as Gilgamesh. Uh, now that was going to be in November. Now that's now been pushed back to 2021. Uh, but that's that new uh, the newer uh, Marvel movie. So oh, okay. for next year. So he's gonna he's cutting his way into Marvel. So we might maybe we'll be seeing a lot more of him. Who knows? I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So we might we might see him in in his big big debut in the in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. movie uh, movie scene here. Because uh, other than that, he really he's been mostly in just Korean movies. Yep. So he's uh, he, I, I look forward to seeing him in some other stuff. I concur. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, we already did our rating and all that stuff, so I guess we're done with the movie. Yeah, so, so, uh, Ryan, what's your thing of the week? Ooh, my thing of the week. Um, So, I'm going to say, 
Ooh. I should have prepared better for this one. Hmm. It's like you haven't been watching enough stuff. You need to watch more stuff. <laughs> so, it's like it's all I used to be like all Netflix stuff for me, so Yeah. Okay, so what I actually think I'm going to go with is the multiple ways to still be social without being social. <laughs> oh yeah. Like sure, Zoom, man. Zoom, Skype. I mean, we we've played a Jack Party Pack on Xbox. Ryan, are you one of those Zoom bombers? Yeah. <laughs> honestly i've used zoom twice i'm like I, I don't know how to do this thing so i go back to skype yeah i did use it uh so uh there's a yoga studio that my wife uh my wife goes to every now and then they did they've started doing yoga classes via zoom and so i've i've actually done some of the classes with her uh for a couple weekends so like i've got i've gotten a little bit into uh into that as well so they're trying to live your life at least a little bit while you can't live the house yeah it's been really good and nice to still because whenever I'm at work, I'm an introvert. Whenever I'm outside of work, I like being an extrovert. So mm -hmm. it's been very hard to be introverted at home and all that kind of stuff sometimes. But, you know, we, we've been doing, like, I've been doing Instagram live streams with some friends. Um, we've done uh, Cards Against Humanity with you guys. Um, yeah. Then with our, our group, we've done uh, the Jackbox game and... So just still staying social while being safe and staying at home too. So, you know, I, I'm yeah. very thankful this week for stuff like that. Cause I really do think without that, I would be going a little bit more crazy. Yeah. This is a, this is a, as, as, as wrong as it sounds, this is probably a good time for this to, to uh, for this to happen uh, compared to compared to if this has happened, like maybe back in the 1980s where all you could do is just sit back and read your phone oh, book for real. Like, yeah. I mean, even though, like, I'm bored, I've been doing a lot of podcast stuff. I've been on podcasts through Skype and just, like, I've been, I was like, man, I'm actually doing a lot of stuff, but it's nice because I'm still home. So as soon as I'm done, I get to go walk out there and sit on my couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to drive home. <laughs> Tell you what, though, I'm ready for, like, a, like a, with all this, uh, all this, uh, uh, work from home uh, or social uh, or digital commuting uh, with all of these, uh, I, I'm looking forward to getting a lot of this out back outside of the house because I keep myself way more busy when it's in the house than I do when it's out. And I need my relaxation time. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I am. I am so ready to get back to a brewery and sit down and hang out with friends. Yeah, I'm ready to even just like go over to your house. Like I'm just ready to do that. You know what I mean? Just like. Mm -hmm. As much as it's really been great to do the social stuff, the internet, I'm so missing actually being with my friends. Yeah, it doesn't replace the in-person uh, element there. Not at all. So anyways, that's mine. Um, so I really encourage you, if you're having a very hard time, schedule a game night with your friends. There are multiple, there are tons of ways to play online games together where it's easy. Uh, yeah. So just Yeah, just hit up the Googles, man. Seriously. Yeah. All right, Anthony, what's yours? All right, my thing of the week. So, you know, with with all this going on, a lot of the uh, 
a lot of our entertainment services that we rely on to uh, help us kind of look at what what we want to do uh, for for movies. They've been throwing a lot of new content up there uh, because they feel sorry for us and they don't want us to get bored. <laughs> One of the things that I've been waiting for since before all of this happened is uh, that I've had I just have not had that good access to is the show Community. Did you ever watch the show uh, uh, the show Community? Yes, it's so good. They just put it on Netflix. Oh, really? They literally, this past week, they put it on Netflix. I've already watched basically all of season one. <laughs> Dude, I uh, if, if you have not watched this show, okay, so uh, Donald Glover, uh, Danny Pudi, uh, Joel, uh, what's his face? Uh, Joel, uh, the guy who did uh, Talk Soup. I always want to call him Joel Osteen, but that's not him. Joel, Joel, Joel McHale. <laughs> Uh, Allison Brie, uh, basically all these, uh, all these great, great actors, you know, this, this show started back in 2009 and it was like before a lot of these people, uh, broke and got as popular as they are now, like Danny, Glo- uh, Danny Glover, Donald Glover, he's like us also known as Childish Gambino, but it's before like, he like got like as big as he is now, uh, and as cool as he is now, he plays like this, so like football woke. nerd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like back before he was Charles Gambino, he was just Troy Barnes and he was kind of in the butt stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I've been just kind of uh, my wife and I, we've been watching through that show. That's that's a show that has never failed to make me laugh my ass off. And it's uh, done by and it's done by the same guys who do uh, if you're into it, Rick and Morty. So it's 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 done by this, but very much the same people, and uh, it's done. It's written by the same guy who does Rick and Morty, and it's also produced by the uh the the russo brothers who did uh avengers endgame and avengers infinity war so it's like it's just like all this good stuff in there so this is like before all these people went and got crazy successful so great show it still holds up it's freaking hilarious if you have netflix watch community it's it's already up in like the uh, top ten. Uh, uh, now that they posted like the top ten best things on Netflix, it's been up there regularly uh, ever since maybe like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this show is freaking killer. It's uh you know, if this show stays up after they get rid of if they pull after they pull the office on there, that's probably gonna be my new my next new thing that I'm just gonna watch over and over again. I might restart so, it. I, I love that show. Yeah, the show is freaking awesome. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So I'm a little disappointed that neither one of us picked uh, the very popular documentary right now. <laughs> you know, it was last week. That's still last week. That's still last week. Uh, so in case anybody wondering what I'm talking about, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, where the hell have you been? Are you not doing social distancing? Uh, it is Tiger King. Tiger King. Oh, freaking... my God. Freaking Joe Exotic lives. Which uh, we convinced you and your wife to watch it, and aren't you glad mm-hmm. that we did? <laughs> oh boy, I uh, that's uh, that's that's a advertisement for not for avoiding smoking meth if there ever wasn't one. Exactly, and staying away from Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, I we decided that for Halloween, if we can all actually still be together whenever Halloween comes around, um, we're going to go as the Joe Exotic gang. <laughs> all, oh we all uh, my this, friends we got, this has got to happen yeah <laughs> oh man um and so for our next movie next week next week or the week after that whenever i'm gonna do this again 
<laughs> so for so so for our next movie that we're gonna do, we are gonna do await further instructions. You can watch it on Netflix with us. So await further instructions. Don't wait further instructions from us. Listen to our next podcast. Listen to this podcast if you haven't already done that. If you skip to the end, why'd you do that? Damn it, people. Man. It's not like you have anything else going on. Hey, listen to this podcast. Go check us out on social media. Where are we at on social media? Oh, God. I should have written this down because it's always so confusing. So you can find us on Instagram at Let's Instapod. Facebook is just Let's Do a Podcast. Twitter is Let's Tweet a Pod. Uh, that's it. <laughs> all of our pot. That, that's all our social medias. I think that is all our social medias. Uh, you can also find us on wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you look us up, you can't find us. Let us know, and I'll throw us on there because I can't keep track of all these places. Yeah, I think you did. You think you, I, I? I can't remember if it was on your personal uh, or on your personal or one of our uh, social media channels where you were asking people where they uh, where they get their uh with their catch their podcast so yeah and i, I as yeah. people posted it i made sure we were on there and uh so far i'm on every single one of those that they said so uh, i was surprised because i'm i'm a boring apple i'm a boring boring apple podcast guy so Me i just too. like use the same the same thing on my phone so but anyways if you have any suggestions of beer or movies feel free to hit us up on any of our socials i am working i I will get a email for us eventually so you can email us if you don't want to do that please give us a rating and a comment those are always appreciated Um, please rate comment and subscribe give us some feedback yeah and yeah i guess that's pretty much it from us yeah so uh so hey we're still learning Drink your local- all, all these uh, kinks of uh, <laughs> doing this via Skype. Yeah. So yeah, all the, all the, we'll we'll figure this out eventually. So hopefully we don't have to do this too much more. Yes, hopefully. But yeah, uh, yeah. drink at your local brewery. Support all your local restaurants that are doing two goes. Make sure that they are staying around for the long haul because we want them here. Yeah. Also, support your local podcasts. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen. Give me a rating. Um, exactly (laughs) anyways guys i'm ryan i'm anthony and we will check on you guys later all right this has been let's do a podcast we out